0: Well, I know we say that 2020 has been quite a year, but you know what? It's actually been a year this week of the Get Legit Law & Shit podcast, and I can't even believe it's been a year. I'm so excited. I love doing this show. I love bringing this to you, and I love how much it has grown in this first year, this show is the reason that I'm doing what I'm doing on all of my other platforms. This show was the foundation to all the content that I love to create. And I can't believe it's been a year. So we have a lot to talk about because um, like, some stuff's happening on YouTube, too. So we should probably uh, just get into it. Hey there, this is Get Legit, Law and & Shit. And I'm Emily B. Baker, badass lawyer for online business. I've been a licensed attorney for over 15 years and I'm a former prosecutor. So yeah, I know some shit. And we're going to talk about the legal shit you need to know. But don't worry, this is not another boring business podcast. So let's get started. Well, it's it's been a year. <laughs> it's been a year of the Get Legit Launch podcast. And normally we break down topics, but today is just a day for me to celebrate, celebrate you. And for all of those of you that live in the podcast sphere and aren't here from the YouTube sphere, I'm going to catch you up on that as well. But first, I would just like to mention that today's show is brought to us by TextEmily.com. Yes, you can text me by using TextEmily.com. My text community is run by me. It's us texting each other and it's absolutely fantastic. So textemily.com is where you want to go on that. So thank you (laughs) for joining the text community and connecting with me in that way. Let's jump into what's happened in the last week for those of you that aren't all up on the YouTubes. So some beauty community drama happened. There was a lawsuit filed against a very uh, prominent YouTuber. It's a YouTuber that has had um, some scandals. I think it was a sister scandal. <laughs> we'll, we'll call it that. And hasn't been on YouTube much since that happened. So it was very interesting when this lawsuit was filed. And then when I read the lawsuit initially, I was like, oh, oh, there's some there's some stuff here to talk about. And there's also some really interesting charges and like some common law, old school stuff. So I made a video about it the same way I made videos about Kanye West or, or the Britney Spears conservatorship or, you know, Tory Lanez, the, the, the way that we do it, (laughs) breaking it down with the facts and not the fuckery. So I made that video, put it up and then it just kind of grew. So on Halloween, October 31st, the channel was sitting right at 4800 subscribers and i went live on friday night like i do chatted with the community and was like guys i really really would love to get to 5000 subscribers in the next week or so it'd be great like let's yay if you're not subscribed subscribe you know the things you do when you're on youtube so on <laughs> on sunday we hit almost 6000 subscribers and then things escalated quickly and the channel started gaining between like four and 5,000 subscribers a day, which in the YouTube world for a channel of my size is kind of wild. In larger channels, swings of large numbers of subscribers is much more common in a channel with the multi million viewers. But for a smaller channel, it's kind of wild. And so, as I'm recording this today, the channel is currently sitting at 44,000 subscribers. So when people are now finding the video from like a week ago, they're like, wait, were you serious that you were trying to get to 5,000? I'm like, no, yeah, I was serious. The channel was growing steady and I loved that, but it wasn't growing like this. And it's just been, it's been such an amazing week or so seeing the like law nerd community grow and grow a real fun community on YouTube. And I feel so honored. It's been a very interesting experience of kind of going quasi-viral in this weird little corner of the internet where my channel has grown exponentially, the viewership has grown, my lives have grown, but the community has grown, and it is a place where we value facts and we value conversation, and we are not going to just cancel people. We're going to have conversations. And seeing that community grow, seeing all of you have conversations, and like pre-partying before the lives makes me so excited to just see that we're building a space for conversations again. And it it just, it feels like being a part of something for me. And it's so incredibly exciting to watch. And you guys are kind to each other. And it just, it feels like a really fun place to hang out on the internet. And I love that because we don't have enough spaces where you can just interact with people from all over the world and enjoy them and have conversation with them and have conversation around learning new things yes because it's law and if if you knew what promissory estoppel was before you found my channel you're probably a lawyer or a law student <laughs> or or you have one of those in your immediate family so we get to talk about topics that govern our lives but we also get to talk about them in relation to pop culture and the news which is so special and fun And without this podcast, that would never have happened on YouTube. Because being here on Get Legit really helped me dial in what the voice was and what my purpose was. And helping people understand the law that governs our lives and helping pull back the mystery around it and explain it, it has been so special for me. And... I'm just, I'm thrilled. I'm really thrilled to see the community that we're building. Yes, it's fun to watch the subscriber counts, but only in so much as that it is more members of our community to have really positive conversations, which is what we all need right now. And in that, this podcast has grown as the YouTube channel has grown. And I see you in the live chats coming in from all over the world, but I also see it where the podcast is trending and charting in Great Britain. And we're trending and charting in both news and news commentary, which I love. But in Great Britain, in Canada, in Australia, Germany, France, Sweden, Spain, Brazil, Russia, Mexico, Norway, Ireland, Denmark, Japan, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Italy, Switzerland, Saudi Arabia, South Africa, India, Belgium, Turkey, Poland, the Philippines, Hong Kong, Singapore, Taiwan, Hungary, the UAE, Malaysia, Greece, Slovenia, Croatia, Dominican Republic, Estonia, Republic of Trinidad and Tobago, Jamaica and Malta, I see you. Thank you for listening to the show. I am blown away with gratitude and the fact that I've seen so many comments saying this is a way for me to understand what's going on in U.S. news and this is a way for me to understand the US laws that govern like the fuckery that goes on on YouTube has been really, really special to me. And I'm so thankful that you're here and you're listening where you are and that you're sharing it with me on Instagram. You can always connect with me there. I'm at the Emily D Baker. You guys see me through YouTube all the time. And when you tag me where you're listening, I can see you too. And it just feels like such a, like, I can see where you're listening you get to see where I'm recording when I video this, and it feels like a two-way conversation. So do the, we've gotten some new, um, and I say we because we are creating this together, but definitely gotten some new reviews on the podcast, and I love that too. So Sarah is a G. Thank you for saying that you found Emily's content on YouTube. I'm quoting this and switched to podcast form to listen on my daily walks. I honestly don't care about any of these celebrities or issues in my real life, but this is high caliber content. It's all of the tea that is factual and from actual legal documents. 10 10 two thumbs up, five stars. Thank you very much Sarah Isagi. <laughs> it may it just it gave me such a giggle. So I appreciate the very very kind words. And and there's been a bunch of those and I I appreciate seeing your feedback and your appreciation. We built this together to be something special and YouTube has just opened up allowing you to help me direct the content, to give me feedback on the content. TextEmily.com helps with that as well. It's where I throw things out before we do them and am able to connect with you. And I couldn't have imagined that we would be here when we started this show a year ago. I started talking about the Lululemon lawsuits because I was fascinated by them, and I wanted to break them down, and I wanted to talk about what was happening, and I wanted to talk about kind of the tea in that lawsuit too. It was like he's buying private jets and these crazy ass cars, and it's it's fun. And we talked about like the Santa Sack trademark suits because it's fun because people trademarked Santa Sack. <laughs> And it still makes me laugh because I'm basically a giggly child. Um, but it still makes me laugh. So it's just the, the wide variety of topics, and the fact that the feedback on all of them is I still learn something, no matter what the different facts are that we're talking about. And whether we're talking about very serious topics or, you know, kind of YouTube drama. The law is still the law, and the documents are the documents, and the way that it gets broken down is going to be consistent, and you guys have been here for it, and it just is so very special to me. When I first ventured into YouTube, I was still recovering from back surgery. I was still working at the district attorney's office, and making content was something I very much enjoyed learning about, doing and it gave me a place to connect about the things that I really enjoyed. And at the time, it was mostly vlogs and tech and unboxings and planners because I couldn't talk about legal stuff. I was still employed um, as a district attorney, so that that's not going to work. And it gave me a platform to build community. And that's always what I've looked to build through the content is a place to talk about the shit that we all want to talk about, that maybe nobody in our immediate area wants to talk about. And there are definitely lots of pockets of that on YouTube and it is so incredibly special. And I won't ever forget how kind of overwhelming it was filming my first YouTube video and putting it up and how um, how much fun it was to start doing blogs and then doing like iPhone day vlogs and then people being like, why the fuck is this shit so long? <laughs> Just unbox the goddamn phone. Uh no. No, we're a a (laughs) long-term, long-term, we're a long-form content platform. (laughs) So that's why it's so long. And that's really where it started. And it's grown so much as I've grown as an entrepreneur, growing into being able to do my TED Talk and being able to really dial in what I wanted, what I wanted from my work, what I wanted for my life. What I wanted my days to look like and the conversations I wanted to have. All of that stemmed from wanting to really spend some time on YouTube and wanting to enjoy and dive in and have fun in this community that I love. And though there's been definite pauses in content, people are like, Where have you been for four months? I was still finding my footing in what my content was going to be so that it was consistent across the board. I wasn't quite there yet but I'm there now. Like the, the breaking down the legal into every day is exactly what we're going to be doing. And there are other stories in there and there's conversation and there's community, but the heart of it is really this dedication to having the common sense conversations around facts, not fuckery. And the law nerds community is definitely growing it. We were legit crew and it's some, it shifted like with, with our new friends that came in. I was like, Oh, this is, this is where we are. It's a community of people who want to learn and want to understand and want to ask questions and want to use the content and the breakdown of the law and of the stories that we talk through in a way to bridge conversations and say, oh, well, actually I heard this on this podcast and can we talk about that? And oh no, well, actually this is a trademark really means this. And that's really fun to be able to be a part of those conversations through my content and to help sometimes have the conversations that are hard to have. So for me, the experience of, of rapid channel growth has been interesting just because there's so many more eyeballs on it but it's really been also great to see the engagement of the community and how much fun everyone's having. Yes, I know everyone's ready for merch. We're getting, we're getting merch, team. We're getting it. We're getting it. <laughs> it just really took off much faster than I think I anticipated than um <laughs> than my team anticipated because it's for me and in my sphere an unprecedented quickness. I was Comfortably chugging along, and we're not chugging along anymore. We're like, whoosh. <laughs> we're speeding along, and it's been so much fun. Um, with that came a little bit of a Twitter temper tantrum, and so for those of you that don't spend a lot of time on Twitter, which I understand because I like, I still don't all the way understand how Twitter works, <laughs> and it makes me feel so old to say that. But it's like the subtweeting and the adding and the like. I don't always understand how to find things. Twitter is a rough one for me. Like I, I'm old. (laughs) I'm just old. I like I like Instagram. It's really basic. You just like swipe through photos, and and go on reels. And it kind of feels like being on TikTok without having to be on TikTok. It was interesting though having like this full like Twitter tantrum moment happen because it went down on a Sunday night. I was with my family doing our Sunday things and working a little bit and every single social platform I had kind of blew up in my DMs. And I appreciate I appreciate everybody going, hey, by the way, uh, shit's going down. We ride at dawn. <laughs> heads up, heads up. Uh, you guys definitely rang the alert bell and I heard you loud and clear. I peeked in on what was going on on Twitter and I was like, this is, we're not doing this. I responded once to it and just moved on. And then, and then I had been reporting on YouTube drama and then became YouTube drama like overnight because of the Twitter tantrum. So then when I went back onto YouTube on Monday, I started seeing my face on other people's thumbnails and it was a very surreal experience. People broke it down. I have no problem with any of the videos anyone has made about it. It was just a very surreal experience to go onto YouTube and be like, oh, my face is on thumbnails that aren't my thumbnails that's strange um it's just a very different experience but also people are going to talk about what's going on right now this has really not a ton to do with me it has to do with the case that i've been talking about and then the the twitter tantrum people were just like can you believe that this went down and that's most of what the the other videos have said about it like this shit happened over on Twitter. What? (laughs) But I was talking to all of you in a live stream and I was like, do we have, like we had Twitter beef. Do we have like clout now? Is that how that works? Like, do you have to have Twitter beef to have clout? I don't understand how this all works. So I feel like YouTubers get into beef and on purpose sometimes. And then I was like, what is happening (laughs) So I feel like it was a very YouTube moment when there was like YouTube drama because I was commenting on the legal aspect of YouTube drama and it felt a little like YouTube inception. But at the end of the day, it's not really something that it's just you keep moving. If you choose to do stuff online, people are going to have opinions sometimes and you're like, oh, uh, okay, I see. We're not doing this and that's okay. Opting out of social is such an empowering thing. Sometimes it's hard. <laughs> Sometimes it's not easy. But choosing to opt out and that's why I do a no social Sunday and I should have I should have done a no social Sunday this Sunday. But um I my phone would have my phone would have still notified me. I turned off notifications, which is also really empowering. It's like I will check on this when I want to check on this, but other than that it's not beeping on my phone all the time. So the experience has been very interesting. My kids have been engaging along with me watching the subscriber count because it's just kind of fun to do. We have a subscriber countdown little clock thing in my office, which is very fun. And the YouTube audience can see it. It's just been entertaining because now everybody can like play along at home until we get to 100K because why not at this point? It's just it's growing. So we might as well just enjoy watching it happen all together And I I love that everyone's a part of it together because it really does feel like a special community and that we're all part of bringing facts. It's like, okay, but let's bring facts and doing that across serious topics like the news and fluffy pop culture topics and a little bit of legal drama (laughs) without getting sloppy with it, right? We're just, we're keeping it going. I love the law nerds so much. I feel so blessed to get to do this and get to make content. And from when I did my TED Talk to where I am now, I feel like I've really, oh gosh, I'm getting emotional. Um, I feel like I've really dialed in what those three words that I talked about years ago in my TED Talk really are meaning for me in my life as I grow into uh, myself as a content creator, as I grow as a person, as we all continue to do, and as I grow even more comfortable being 100% who I am. And that's been really special to, to get to go through that transformation and now feel like there's this whole community that's learning about that transformation too and is, is watching along as it happens. Because I share on on Instagram particularly that I spent most of my entrepreneurial life working out of my garage and when we moved this summer is when i moved into what you guys see as the studio now but my early videos were like a room divider behind me and and that's okay if you want to create content just create content and if you want to create content and you're not sure just do it anyway figure out what you want to say and how you want to say it and just keep saying it to your audience even if it's an audience of one or six or 60 or 6,000 or 60,000 or 60 million. Just use your voice because it's so freeing to bring something positive into the world, especially right now. Bringing positive conversation is hard and it requires you to keep moving when people are like, what about this? And what about that? It's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. that no, that's not what we're going to do. And it can be very hard, but it's so uplifting to see a community embrace it the way that this has been embraced. And for all of you who have been listening like since Santa Sack, I hope that it's fun for you to watch too, because it's been a very fun experience to live through. I mean, it's, it's, it's humbling. Um, my kids remind me that my subscriber numbers have a K after them instead of an M. And Ryan's Toy Review and Zach Scott, they have Ms after their name, but I don't have an M. Um, because I don't have a million subscribers. And so having like the K is not quite as cool, according to my eight-year-old. And then for my 12-year-old, he's like, well, I mean, you don't have a play button yet, right? Like most of the YouTubers I watch at least have a play button or two or three in their background. I'm like, yeah, I get, I get it. But but this has been really exciting for me. And he's like, "Uh, yeah, okay, mom. (laughs) So my kids have been enjoying watching the subscriber number change, but also like, yeah, but I mean, your mom. And that's been really fun too, to see their reaction to how things have changed. And then my husband's been so incredibly supportive and he's like, yeah, well, I mean, I always thought you were great. So it's fun to see you getting to share what you love to do with more and more people. Because when I get to share what I love to do the most with more and more people, it becomes more and more sustainable to share more and more. Does that make sense? I said more, like a lot. You guys, look like, like, like a lot. <laughs> but it becomes easier for me to sustain, especially with YouTube and how their ad revenue works. It becomes easier to sustain bringing more content when there's more eyes on the content. So it all kind of works together. And that's also been really unique to see happen very quickly. Oh, so from from a video that took off to a Twitter beef, <laughs> <laughs> a Twitter beef that added at me, um, to getting to see my kids engage with what my work looks like now is really fun. And the most fun part of it is the conversations with you about this whole experience and sharing the behind the scenes of what well, I mean, I it feels weird to say going viral, but when you've like fifty X'd your <laughs> your your uh Watches and subscribers and stuff, I think that counts. So it just feels surreal and exciting, and like we're creating something different, and that this is a really fun place to do that. Cause right now, if there's anything we need, anything at all, it's facts, not fuckery. And that's become kind of our rallying cry um, over on YouTube when we do our live streams. And it's been really easy to stay focused on what matters with that rallying cry like that is what it is and that is what matters to us and and if i hadn't started this podcast a year ago that wouldn't be happening today like those conversations wouldn't be happening because i needed that year of getting to talk to you about this to really know that this is what i want to talk about all the time <laughs> So even though today was a celebratory episode and we're not breaking down any law, there is a lot to come that we're going to have to talk about. You are welcome and encouraged (laughs) to join me over on the YouTubes. If you are so inclined, you know, I'm at the Emily D Baker everywhere. But if you want to, you can just go to watchemily.com. I know I have domains for things. It's going to make it so much easier to talk about here. watchemily.com is so easy. It's like, oh, that's where we find the YouTubes. And of course it's all going to be linked down below. So you can come and hang out if that community vibe is something that you're looking for with the common sense conversations. We will be talking about a lot in the upcoming weeks. I have not talked about the election lawsuits, but I will. And, And that's what that's what we're getting into next. So yay to the first year. I mean, we've had so much growth here on the podcast. It's it's just really been incredible and special, and I'm so encouraged by it and it I'm just I'm so honored by it and so encouraged by it. And it's hard to express how much it means when you're a creator to to then have a community that appreciates what you want to create. And as an attorney in court, I never really thought of myself as a creator. I was, you know, a, a litigator essentially, but it is creation too. You're creating stories and putting them together so that people can understand. And I get to take the thing I loved most about lawyering in court and bring it to a platform where you get to be too. And we all get to talk about it together. And that, that is what has been so special. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being here for the last year or the last six months or the last two days, whenever and wherever this finds you, I appreciate that you're here and having those conversations with me. I really do believe that together, focusing back on facts, taking the fuckery out of it, we can have more positive conversations in all of our online spaces. And that's exactly what we're going to do together. I'm excited for where the next year is going to take us. I look forward to bringing you some new things in season three as we get into 2021. I mean, are you guys ready? Are you ready for 2021? Like, I don't know if it's going to be like January 1 and we're going to be like, oh, it's over. <laughs> or if we're going to be like, oh, it doesn't feel any different. I'm not sure how that's going to feel. Because going into 2020, it was, like, yeah, I'm ready for 2020. And then by March, I was like, shit, this is a, this is a, dumpster fire and then and then the dumpster fire continued <laughs> and continued and continued and we're still in the middle of a global pandemic so it's time to sign off with our sign off during a global pandemic. So may your Wi-Fi be strong, may your toilet paper be plentiful, may your families be well, and may the odds be ever in your favor. Thank you so much for being here with me today and for the last year, and for the years to come. Bye. Thanks for sticking around for today's episode. For episodes like this and conversations like this, come join us in the Facebook community. The Get Legit community is where we discuss the episodes, where I answer your questions, and we have an opportunity to take a deeper dive in a respectful, conversational environment. The Get Legit community is on Facebook. There's a link down below, or you can go to getlegitlive.com. I'll see you on the inside.